0: On today's Into Your Head number 660, the problem with coin operated time machines, why centipedes have to be vigilant against uh, bullshit, uh, tinfoil underhats, pronouncing animal noises, quantum physics, drawing a line in a bar, digesting limbs, life before time travel, the chances of a time travelling dog winning the lottery, and lots more. quantum physics, that's what they call it, they call it quantum physics uh, except those who uh, don't have cause to bring it up uh, people who don't talk about quantum physics very rarely say quantum physics if they do they probably say it by accident and what are the chances of that, that you'd say those, uh, what is it four syllables by accident quantum physics uh, Would you make a, maybe make a cough that happens to sound like that, I don't know it'd be like one of those, oh one of those cats on YouTube who's meows sound like words or maybe they are words I don't know meow is in itself a word but no that's not what I mean they're meowing but their meow noises are sounding like words other than meow for example anti disestablishmentarianism which if you write it down it becomes meow 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 but then of course you go up to some teacher when I'm 14 and say here's a word meow 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 and you'll say pronounce that and you'll say anti-disestablishmentarianism then you spend the rest of your life being bitter because he corrects you on it absolutely fucking ridiculous well let's not get bogged down in that whole story again, you covered that many times here, um, it's time to move on, uh, no 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 uh, anyway where was I I was here, I was right here uh, right here, in fact I'm here a lot of the time, I spend most of my day here sitting here, uh, looking at this screen uh, with my out up against this thing although this thing isn't on most of the time it's usually off it's usually unplugged and disconnected uh, it's there. it's offline uh, off the loop uh, out of the uh, off the matrix so to speak most of the time but at the moment it's not it's got a green light on and it's recording every sound i make with my mouth and probably some of the sounds that i make with my feet as well and other parts of me uh, but that's not its primary purpose its primary purpose is to record what comes out of my mouth. Uh, although it doesn't know that because it's an inanimate object. Microphones are inanimate objects. They don't know what they're doing. They haven't a fucking clue what that microphone has no idea what it is at all. As far as is concerned, it's just a collection of atoms and neutrons and cells however the hell else is made up of. I don't know. Uh, quantum uh, quantum mechanisms or something. Is that what they're called? Probably not. Uh, they're not thermodynamics. I know that because uh, my brother used to do thermodynamics in college and and I had a look at his book once and it had oh, all the thermodynamic y stuff. It's nothing to do with any of this. Uh, it might be hydraulics. No, it. oh, it's not hydraulics. That's the one with the water. Uh, hydraulics is the one with the water if I remember rightly or if I ever knew rightly in the first place, even. There's no point knowing, remembering something rightly uh, if what you knew at the time wasn't right at all. I remember rightly something that's wrong. That's of no use to anyone. Anyway two centipedes walk into a bar one of the centipedes goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello can i have a pint of your finest centipede milk please and the man behind the bar says no and the centipede says Oh, and the man behind the bar says, uh, Oh, indeed. And the centipede says, What's that supposed to mean? And the man behind the bar says, It's supposed to mean exactly what it says. Uh, There's no uh, ulterior motives here in my speeches. It says uh, the stuff the words that I use uh, do exactly what they say on the tin, as they say on the uh, paint ad. Uh, I believe they do, anyway. I never looked at the tins themselves, but they do say on that paint ad, uh, uh, that it does exactly what it says on the tin, or is it paint? Some sort of product, anyway, for uh, home maintenance of some kind. I don't know. You probably don't know much about this being a centipede in a pub, and even if you are a centipede somewhere else, you probably wouldn't know much about it unless you were a centipede in NASA or something, or some sort of particularly special centipede. Although, I suppose, in a way, you are because you're a centipede in a bar ordering a drink. Uh, anyway, no. And the centipede says, Oh, Uh, why not and the man behind the bar says why not what and the centipede says why can i not have a pint of your finest guinness and the man behind the bar says "Uh, because you're a centipede Uh, this is a human bar it's not a centipede bar you don't don't see any signs here do you saying uh this is a bar for centipedes where we serve milk Uh, in fact uh, now they I mentioned that she asked for milk you didn't ask for guinness Uh, and the centipede says oh yes sorry about that my narrator got confused and distracted as often happens and the man behind the bar says oh that's understandable so it's milk you want is it centipede milk and the centipede says yes Uh, and the man behind the bar says well that makes my answer a lot more simple, please. then uh, i can't help you because we don't have centipede milk Uh, and the centipede says so it's not because you don't serve centipedes and man behind the bar says no it's not because of that at all and the centipede says that's okay then i don't have to sue you so? and the man behind the bar says oh that's great I'm glad we were able to iron out that little misunderstanding and the centipede says there was no misunderstanding at all uh, I understood you perfectly well and you understood me perfectly well uh, so uh, let's not get bogged down in bullshit like that and the man behind the bar says fair enough uh, there's an awful awful lot of scope for bullshit I find when a centipede comes into a bar looking for a pint of our finest centipede milk so i suppose you're right to take a stance and be uh, be vigilant against any bullshit in this situation and the centipede says exactly monkey nuts that's what they called them. They called them big steaming, shit-eating, uh, piss-poiling, mattress-folding, uh, mattress-unfolding, to trouser or uh, hangar-hanger-team, uh, uh, hanging off the sideways mattress as on the studio wall uh, that the cat sometimes sleeps on when the doors open, monkey nuts. Uh, that's what they called them. They called them big... Oh big uh, monkey They just call them monkey nuts Who are we kidding here They just call them monkey nuts or peanuts Or whatever the hell they're called And uh, Nobody goes to that extent uh, to describe a frigging monkey nut Or even a, a pack of monkey nuts Or a loose a pile of monkey nuts As you might see them As you might see them in a traditional shop They probably don't sell them pre-packaged in traditional shops Or at least they didn't in the past If you were to get into a time machine today and travel back in time to 1964, uh, Halloween uh, period, just before Halloween, and go into a shop there and have a look at the monkey nuts. You'd probably find them in some sort of, a, uh, oh, just a big bowl. And they dip you dip into them and you put them in a the paper bag or the shopkeeper does it for you. And you don't say, oh, have a bag of monkey nuts, please, or a selection pack of monkey nuts, uh, or a 500 milliliter contour bottle of monkey nuts. Uh no no. No, no, no. Back in the past things were a lot simpler. I didn't have time travel for one thing. That made things a lot simpler. I uh, imagine. Imagine a time in the future now when there was going to be time travel and we're all going to have to deal with all of these uh problems of time and space and uh paradoxes and non paradoxes and what'll happen if you cross yourself with a black cat and a black cat crosses your path and then uh you come back in the future and revisit the time when the black cat crosses your path and you go around behind the black cat uh, to avoid bumping into yourself uh, because that would probably be considered bad luck then uh i don't know Suffice to say, life just keeps getting complicated and complicator, more and more complicated. If you say complicator and complicator, some asshole will come along and say that's grammatically incorrect, and you'll say that proves my point exactly. Things are getting too complicated you can't even say more and more complicated without someone uh, shoving a dictionary down your throat and jamming it down into your stomach uh, and probably oh if you're if you're healthy enough your stomach acids will deal with it I suppose but still you don't want that especially if their hand goes down too you don't want to digest their hand as they'll probably sue you then they'll say oh uh, I put my I put a dictionary down his gullet and he digested my hand and now it's half Disintegrated by his stomach acids. You'll uh, probably get an award. you have to pay him. you have to pay him for that. And oh no. See, life life just complicates her and complicates her. Complicated as be damned. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Once upon a time, there was a. Oh, there was a time travelling dog. A time travelling dog. In fact, there still is, probably. He's still probably going. He's been dead many years. But he still probably can be seen going going forwards and backwards through time if you're in the right place at the right time uh, you might spot him although what are the chances that of that they're about as high as the dog uh, winning the lottery that's what they are although a dog has just as much chance of winning a lottery as anyone else he uh, you just might not be able to to uh, file illegally uh illegally. Uh, valid claim so you mightn't get his money uh, but no the chances of his numbers coming up I suppose are just as high although less high because he's less likely to choose numbers being a dog uh, how, many th- how often do you see a dog uh, picking out numbers for a lottery uh, probably not very often but then how many times do you see a dog time traveling either I don't know so yeah now don't understand this whole thing of probability and chance uh, that's something for the mathematicians to the universe. It's not for us, uh, mere mortals. It's for immortal mathematicians. Such as, for example, Professor Stephen Hawking. He nearly died a couple of years ago, supposedly, but he's still alive. Uh, there you go. Anyway, where was I? Uh, where? Oh yes, the dog. Uh, once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog, and the dog was in a shop one day, and he said, "Hello. Uh, can I have a quick pick locko ticket for Saturday, please?" Uh, don't know how to pick lottery numbers i'm just a dog and uh, uh, they gave him a quick quick pick lottery ticket and he went out the door and then he came back in and said hello uh was i in here just now by any chance asking for a quick pick lottery ticket Uh, and the man behind the counter says yes indeed you are why the dog says "Uh, by any chance do you remember what numbers you gave me and the man said uh, I could probably look her up but it's confidential you can't be going out giving out people's lottery numbers all over the place to their doubles or wherever the hell you are Uh, I don't know why I presume you're a double I don't presume I don't know why it's the first thing that springs to mind though it could be it's probably just you you just went out the door and you went paying back in again or you're playing some sort of elaborate scam on me I can't imagine how Uh, it's impressive enough that you'd be able to to understand the lottery system although you obviously can't since you're buying a quick tick picket but to even be to be able to pull off as an elaborate scam on top of that involving the lottery that's be a bit much for a dog uh, no offense and the dog says none taken none taken in any way shape or form whatsoever uh wolf uh, incidentally wolf i've got to say wolf i'm a dog i'm a dogular oh i'm a dogular <laughs> Don't kill being. Uh, anyway... I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, uh, why was there no show on Saturday? I thought there was supposed to be a new podcast every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, well, there was. Uh, there was. I'm uh, ridding uh, reading myself of all podcastual schedules for the next while. I'm uh, going to try doing the approximately whenever I feel like a thing again. Uh, don't worry. There'll still be probably around the same amount of content. I uh, just won't be on the schedule. Uh, have other issues to attend to, other items to deal with. Uh, these things come in phases, you know. Uh, sometimes you get a podcast every day for six months, uh, as you did a couple of times during the history of this podcast, and then sometimes we have times when, ah, uh, there's a podcast every three years, and then sometimes there's a happy medium, uh, which is what I hope to achieve now. i will have a podcast uh, oh, probably around the same amount, uh, about an hour's worth a week uh, but it won't be on a fixed schedule uh, no, no, not a tightly fixed schedule anyway, it'll be on a sensible schedule uh, it'll be on a, a quality over quantity uh, schedule it'll also be on a, a stuff schedule, a stuff schedule it's called realism uh, we have to get on with, ah bollocks what does that even mean, it doesn't even mean anything, I've just been telling a three minute story about a centipede ordering milk in a bar and lecturing you the listener about realism and oh no absolutely fucking ridiculous uh completely non-credible if you ask me anyway suffice to say hello and welcome to the show i think i already said that uh but i was saying that in my uh wearing my narrator of a bar story hat not my uh me the host and proprietor of into your head hat Uh, so hello from the me with that hat. Uh, take off that hat now and uh, we'll go hatless because we're indoors, fucking ridiculous you don't need to be wearing a hat every fucking minute of every day Uh, you certainly don't need to be wearing a hat while you're uh, on the internet, you get a reputation for being a weirdo if you do that Uh, people say oh he's from the tinfoil hat brigade even if you're wearing a perfectly normal hat you'll be sitting in your house with a hat on the internet and people watching you through their webcam will say oh Oh, uh, that fella's wearing a hat on the internet. Who wears hats on the internet? And um, people will say uh, that fella's a weirdo. He's a tin foil hat He's probably hiding a tin foil hat under that hat, which means he's wearing two hats. Uh, one of which is a piece of uh, expen- rather expensive uh, kitchen food wrapping material, and he's wearing that on his head uh, in such a way that people can't even see it. That's how wasteful he is. Uh, and you say, uh Oh, whatever. Anyway, on with the show. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, email studio at intoyourhead.com Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match cats. The- Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Two cats walk into a quantum physics experimentation laboratory at University College, Dublin. Uh, One of the cats goes straight up to the reception area of the quantum physics uh, research laboratory area at University College Dublin and says, Hello, can you please direct me to the toilets? And no one replies uh, because a place like that wouldn't have a reception area, some lab in a college. No, no, they don't have separate. They can't be having receptionists manning every single freaking room in a university, especially not in uh, the pro the post-Celtic Tiger recession era, uh, when people can barely find two hate pennies to rub together, or, uh, well, even if they could rub them together, they'd be invalid. There's no such thing as a half penny anymore. Uh, it's not legal tender. If you have a half penny in here, in this friggin' country, and you go up to a shop with it, they'll say, what the fuck is that? Either that, or they won't look at it properly, and they'll assume it's just a, a one cent, uh, one cent coin, in which case they'll, they'll Lose out, they lose out. They probably get sucked. sucked. Uh, once the uh, once the manager does their top up at the end of the day, and looks through the receipts and sees, oh, this seems to be a 1985 halfpenny coin uh, that you've mistaken for a one cent uh, one cent coin. What the frigging hell is going on here? Uh, try defending yourself against that. I can tell you, you can't be taking currency from another time period. Is this a frigging back to the future where you can just climb into a car? And push it with a with her train and go and spend it in another era. No, no. The only way you can time travel nowadays uh, is to wait for time to pass. It's pretty much the same as uh, oh, it's like when you uh, you sit, uh, you hover over your house in say some sort of a hovercraft that hasn't been invented yet, and you wait twenty four hours for the earth to revolve underneath you, and then you go back down to ground and you're in the same place. Uh, that's the only way we have of time travelling, uh, you wait for time to move forward underneath you, and there's no way to reverse it yet, as far as we know as far as we're aware so there's no point uh, adding that uh, f- figuring that into your financial plans when you're uh, oh, when you're going to uh, be uh, mistaken and lazy about checking what coins you're taking over the counter, so bear that in mind, I know when you're working in a shop in some freaking convenience store, some miserable convenience store, the last thing I your mind is worrying about uh whether or not there's time travel and how it's going to all add up and the you know, over time uh but no uh, have a bit of. Have a bit of. Pretend you care about your job, for Christ's sake. Put a bit of. Uh, put a bit of stuff into it. Put a bit of. A ah, bit of brain stuff. You're, you're there. You might as well make the most of it. Make the most of a bad lot. Unless you're enjoying it. In which case, make the most of it as well. Because uh, you're going to enjoy it even more. The more you make of something, the more you enjoy it. Unless it's, unless it's a bad thing and you make more of the bad element. In which case, you'll enjoy it less. Uh, So uh, I suppose the the moral of all this uh, is that uh, I've just wasted 3 minutes and 25 seconds uh, talking crap, which is absolutely fucking fantastic. That's 19 minutes of the show done now. Two convenience store clerks walk into a time machine. One of the convenience store clerks goes straight up to the uh, straight up to the self service console of the time machine and puts a half penny coin into the slot, uh, which immediately gets vomited out through the reject coin slot under leash Uh, and the convenience store clerk says oh I wonder why that happened and then he puts it through again and the same thing happens and then he says "Uh, maybe if I hold on to this and then uh, put in some euros now and then time travel back to the 1980s I can use the half penny for my uh, return trip Uh, so he puts some some modern euro cent coins in and enters 1984 and time travel to nineteen eighty four uh, and then does whatever he we went to nineteen eighty four for and then goes back into the time machine and puts a half penny uh, Calling into the slot and straight away it gets rejected and he says, Christ, uh, we're in the 1980s, this is legal tender now, what the freaking hell is going on here, and the other convenience clerk, store clerk, who's been quite up to now says uh, this machine is from the future, it doesn't uh, oh, it doesn't just change uh, change its configuration just because you go back to the past uh, in order for it to do that, you would have to Uh, reverse the whole process of time rather than just going back through time you'd have to uh, go back through time and have the machine oh no that wouldn't work unless the machine had been invented in 1984 and adapted over time uh, then you could travel back if you could make time go backwards rather than just hopping backwards to 1984 then the machine could uh, de-evolve back into its original stasis Uh, but then you wouldn't be there you'd be unborn or something wouldn't you I don't know I find this time travel stuff very complicated I'm glad I just I'm glad I work in the convenience store it's a lot simpler well it's quite uh, it's a challenging job you have to deal with drunks and louts and scumbags uh, and you have to oh you have to be uh, up and standing on your feet all day every day uh, it's not an undifficult job it's simpler than this it's simpler than the whole time travel figuring out thing I can tell you that Anyway, on with the show. Two white lines walk into a bar. One of the white lines goes straight up to the bar counter and then stops and turns 90 degrees to the right. Uh, The other white line uh, just turns itself into a dot and stays where it is for the time being. Uh, The man behind the bar says, who the fuck is drawing white stripes along my fucking floor? I suppose in a way it's not my floor. I lease it. But still, it's my fucking floor of my fucking premises of my fucking business. Uh, And the white line says, "Uh, uh, it's not your business it's a public road this is a public road there's a legal right of way through here and i've been instructed to oh i've been instructed to draw road markings on it uh, for just in case we get sued by someone who has an accident because it's not clear which side of the road is which and the man behind the bar says uh, who's saying that and uh, oh the white line says uh, me the white line uh, and the man behind the bar says what the fuck is this the Chronicles of Narnia or something and the white line says no it's a uh, two white lines walk into a bar story although I suppose we're not really walking we're more so sort her of flowing uh, being painted really if we're accurate there's a man painting me here uh, well he's driving a machine that's laying me down. Uh, I'm I'm basically just a concept that's being laid down. I'm a line that's being drawn in the sand, except I'm being painted onto uh, onto. Uh well, on to whatever this is your floor is made of. Whatever this cheap crap that your floor is made of. Have you never heard of Tarmacadam, for Christ's sake? And the man behind the bar says, I've had enough of this. Uh, I'm going to give up drinking now. And the white line says, that's a very good idea. And get out from behind the bar. You're a customer. You don't work here. And you're talking to a fucking white line. Uh, and the man behind the bar says... Uh, Christ, uh, Christ! If I stop drinking now, uh, will that make a? Oh, will that mean I'll die uh, from not easing myself off it? Should I go to some place that pumps me out, and then gives reduces me gives me a reduced number of pints of beer every day until I gradually come off? I don't know. Uh, will we will we go listen to the Dr. Dr. Drew podcast and see if we can find anything out? And the white line says, uh, if I were you, I just uh, go to a meeting somewhere and the white line says fair enough uh, will I go to uh, uh, will I go to a meeting of the uh, oh of the skeptic society and the white line says uh, oh you mean the sewerage outlet department uh, oh that's next door to me uh, beside the line painting on roads department is a sewage department uh, is that what you mean and the man behind the bar says uh, can we stop this now you're kind of freaking me out and the white line says "Uh, it's up to you to stop this i'm just a figment of your imagination and the man behind the bar says uh fine and the white line uh says nothing further uh for about another three months uh, when the man behind the bar falls off the wagon again at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast into your head